0: You're listening to Tech Central's Cars and Gadgets, the podcast that looks at the latest gizmos from smartphones to cars, yes, cars, and everything in between. I'm Duncan McLeod, and I'm here with Nafisa Akabor. Welcome, Nafisa. Hi, Duncan. So today we're talking about something very sexy indeed. It's the new Jaguar I-PACE electric car. It's Jag's uh, first electric car, correct me if I'm wrong? Yes, that's correct. Uh, And has arrived in South Africa about a year after its global launch event, Before we continue, let's get the pricing out of the way because (laughs) this is not a cheap car. Um, This is in the super luxury price range, in fact. How much?
1: So (laughs) the entry level is 1.68 million. Entry level? Entry level, yeah. (laughs) Obviously, without your fancy extras.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There are always extras, right? There's
1: always. Um, But something I have to also note, um, it does not come with your home charger. That's available separately for 30,000 rands. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Fifty grand. So the yeah. team come and install that in your garage. Yes.
1: From my understanding, you get hold of this company. They're third party. They're not only for Jaguar. You can buy it for your BMW or Nissan, whatever. Okay. Yeah. They come in. They come assess your garage to check whether you have the space or if you're close to an outlet. And then they, yeah, it's like a whole process before they they do they do assess your garage basically. Mm. Yeah. And and I, then,
0: so, and I suppose if you get an electrician and we'll ask these guys, they could also help you uh, use that battery to power parts of your house potentially. Possibly. Yeah. Mm. So. At that price point um and i'm I'm not even going to ask you how much the extras optional extras cost <laughs> at that price point, and given yeah. this is an all electric vehicle, who is the target market exactly?
1: I think similar to the i eight that we spoke about before same same type of customer, you obviously have money, it's not your first car, you like your um you are an early adopter and you've got the money for that.
0: This is not as wild looking as the I8 i eight though no, mean, it's not. Um, this is for a more conservative business person, perhaps.
1: Yeah, and, and more family suited, like mm. it's a luxury SUV. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Like
1: it seats five adults comfortably.
0: So this, you can see the CEO of a listed company driving one. Drive, uh, yeah,
1: example. yeah, that seems yeah. accurate.
0: Um, he who might have considered a, a top-end 7 Series previously, might step it up slightly and get one of these.
1: Yeah, to be ahead of the curve <laughs> <laughs> to drive an electric car. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And you've driven it. Um, I have. Take us through your first impressions uh, to laying your eyes on it, first of all, uh, to starting it up and driving it off. What what was going through your mind as you...
1: I was very excited leading up to the launch. Um, I have driven Jaguar vehicles before, so I don't want to say I'm biased, but I do like their cars. It's it's a luxury vehicle. I mean, what's not to like? Um, It looks good, and I was super excited to get into it. And obviously, when I started, I knew it was going to be silent, which is like, I think for a lot of first-time drivers of electric cars, that's going to be an adjustment. Like, it's going to be silent. But uh, once I started it up and, like, got on the roads, um, it was so smooth and silent, and it felt so comfortable. Like, Mm. I loved it.
0: Yeah. Petrolheads hate these things uh, because
1: they do. I they, don't know why. Okay, maybe well, I know they why. But I
0: love the sound of, you know, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, there's
1: none of that. So, I I liked it because also um the, it's also very powerful, you know, with these electric cars, you're getting the maximum torque of these vehicles immediately. Mm. There's no revving and, you know, building up to anything. You just immediately on foot on tap you're getting all this power. So, it can be dangerous mm. because um Obviously, it's very powerful oh, and you, need to, it's you, you it's don't want to do anything ridiculous in, in that, traffic.
0: That power in an electric car, if you haven't driven one before, is amazing. I've, I've only driven one pure electric car and that was the um, BMW i3 yeah. Um, which is a funny looking little car I didn't expect <laughs> it to have an enormous amount of power I'm sure you yeah. I'm sure the listeners to this podcast have seen them on the roads it's a very odd looking car um, it doesn't look like it's going to go very fast but uh, it does you, yeah. you hit that accelerator and that power is instant
1: yeah and it's also silent so that's another thing like there's no tweaks inside this Jaguar like I don't know whether you you may have read elsewhere that others do it they don't it's just so silent like sometimes you, it's, it's actually calming weirdly enough I like it yeah I I actually did enjoy it.
0: Mm. So where did, you, um, where did you go and do your test drive?
1: So we would, uh, first of all, we started off at Jaguar Land Rover's new Experience Center in Lone Hill. So we drove our f- uh, four-ways Lone Hill side and we went on road. And uh, so in this facility, we also drove off-road and we also crossed the Yuxke River, if I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> You are, <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, so this car, like Jaguar, took us through all every scenario you can possibly in South Africa because you know how we love our vehicles that go on and off road and yeah. any terrain. We basically covered every terrain you can think. So is of. it
0: a four wheel drive vehicle as well?
1: Yeah, as far as I know.
0: Okay, uh, so you drove you drove over the Yekgiri River, take it. You we didn't it. you didn't do this on a bridge. No. You went through it. <laughs> yes, we
1: waited, swam through. <laughs> but yeah, it was so cool to do. But like, if I owned this car, I would never take it through the river. Yeah. You feel like you're paying so much in this vehicle. I want to keep it on the roads. I, I certainly know wouldn't drive like.
0: it through the Yixke. Have you seen what yeah. floats down the Yixke? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you see? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Hope I mean... I they gave it
0: a good wash off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, no, they took care of that. But even on the off-road side uh, at this facility in, in Lone Hill, so... The car is also capable of driving itself. So if you feel like you're going on terrain, there's certain modes you can go, the rain, ice and snow type of mode. The, the car drives itself. It really, really does everything. You don't have to worry about anything, just like the other vehicles.
0: So how autonomous is it?
1: Uh, I don't think it falls on on an autonomous thing. Like you've got to keep your hand on the wheel, but, but oh, you've got to steer, sorry, but you're not putting your foot on the accelerator. yeah keep you in yeah. the lanes and yes. that sort of thing? Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but you you can't t- uh, t- tell it to drive you to uh, no, Santon. No, no, no.
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're anywhere near that in SA. No, the laws wouldn't allow it.
0: No, um, but yeah, a lot of the modern cars now have these. Um, what do they call? I think they're they're given di- they give different names, but you know drive assist or lane assist yeah. um where you can take your hands off a steering wheel although you, often on these more high-end models um the car will start warning you yeah Put every your hands 15 seconds back on the steering yeah. wheel <laughs> um but they can they can keep in lane and that sort of
1: thing yes mm. but yeah i mean i liked the launch drive i feel like if uh if anybody tells me they drove this car and they don't enjoy it i wouldn't believe them <laughs> that's, <laughs> really? how, that's how enjoyable it was for me yeah like really
0: yeah um, so Jaguar is investing a lot of – they haven't really, in fact, invested quite significantly, 30 million rand, I believe, Yes. in EV charging infrastructure ahead of the launch of the iPACE, How extensive is that uh, charging infrastructure and, and what can drivers expect of it?
1: So they partnered with Grid Cars to, to do this rollout last year. Uh, so like if we, we touched on the timeline, I think in March it was announced and then by April, May – they started getting South Africa ready, and by November, the f- whole thing was um, fully functional and ready. So they made uh, they put out 82 public charging stations. 82. 82. It includes a split between the AC and DC, and it's all around the country at their dealerships, as well as like shopping centers and major hubs. So in addition to this, th- there's something called the Jaguar Powerway. It, it connects you from Johannesburg to Durban and from Durban to Cape Town via the garden route. So this will mm, enable nice. you to do long-distance driving without worrying about a flat battery like at very strategic points they've got these charging stations like in Harrismith, if you're driving from Johannesburg to Durban hmm. you can stop at Harrismith and do your quick fast charge and yeah you'll be and then you carry on you don't have to carry your own charger
0: how many cars can connect to one charging station though? it's just one okay so if <laughs> yeah, there's a so Jaguar the, driver in front of you yeah
1: uh, there's a queue <laughs>
0: So I can just picture it already on the way down to Germany You've got two Jag iPace users. They see each other and they know they both need to get to the charging point first and there's going to be a race.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, you've got to wait. But, I mean, let's be fair, though. How many are going to be there at the same time?
0: True. <laughs> you never know because, uh, you know. 16th of December, everyone's going to the beach. Yeah. Uh,
1: but I also want to add those 82 public charging stations, they are a type 2 connector and they work with other electric vehicles in this country. It's basically like your smartphone cable, your USB-C. This is the type of connecting uh, charges they're using. So mm. that's a nice, a good thing about it because it also, it's paving way for other EVs to come in, Yeah, you know?
0: Except uh, you, if you're a Jag iPass user, you're going to be a little irritated when you arrive in Harry's. You can see a Nissan Leaf plugged in.
1: Yeah. Okay. That, that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like you can be like, "Hey, you need to move," because it's literally a public charging station, yeah. and if whoever gets there first it
0: gets to use it. Yeah. Yeah. So, how how long does it take to charge?
1: So, um, on the quick charge, in. You can get 80% in 72 minutes, like if you're stopping for a, a quick lunch at Harry, Harry Smith, a yeah. quick lunch, leisure lunch. And on the, the AC charges, the um, 22 kilowatt, it takes two and a half hours. But the home charges that you buy, they're 7.4 kilowatts. They, they can charge overnight in your garage for like just under 13 hours. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's what I think they want you to do, to charge it in your garage overnight.
0: Yeah, still 72 minutes to get to 80%. Um, yeah. You, it is limiting you. You're going to have to have lunch where the charging station is. Uh, yeah. So that immediately limits you. You can't go and find a nice restaurant, a bit of a beaten track, uh, t- where you recharge your car. You're going to have to go to the restaurant yeah. that happens to be next to that charging That's right. station.
1: But I think there is a major hub in Harismat where um, you stop for petrol and like yeah. a whole bunch of restaurants. I think it's there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if I was, uh, you know, I'd I'd like the the ability to. I mean, I recently drove back from Durban and um, I discovered this lovely little restaurant, slightly off the beaten track in the mountains, um, which is a great place to stop over. Much better than the junk food you get at the garages. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, and um, you know, I'll probably uh, go and I'll probably drive up there next time I go down or driving back from Durban and have lunch there. But there's no electric charging.
1: No, yeah, that kind of thing is still give us a few years. Mm. <laughs> Hopefully other manufacturers would put these things in other locations.
0: It's too early to be buying an electric car in South Africa, isn't it? Uh,
1: it is too early. It's obviously targeted to a very niche market. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, maybe if you you take your other car out when you go for a long distance. Oh well,
1: yeah. Then you can try the fancy restaurants.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you use your iPass to go to to do the commute around Joburg. Yeah, yeah. When, or uh, wherever you happen to. Live That's exactly work. how I see it. And then you take the Porsche out when you go to <laughs> Cape <catch> Town. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> because let's face it, if you're spending one point six million, one point seven million rand on a car, it's not going to be your
1: only car. No, of course not.
0: Mm-hmm. So charging stations around the country. Um yeah at the dealerships uh, and you can charge it at home yeah. overnight um uh, can you can you also plug this thing in just into a wall socket or do you need the special fancy um, thirty thousand rand charging station
1: i think yeah you do need the, the the it plugs into the socket your home charger but you still need to put that connector into the car from that wall bo- from but you, the can, box.
0: you can plug it into because i remember when i was testing the bmw i3 I um I could plug it into a normal uh, oh yes, wall socket yes using a cable yeah, can you, you do that be, yeah you can um, the only thing I discovered was I needed an extension cord um, oh
1: yeah that's one, so the people who come to assess your garage they also factored that in yeah in the, yeah
0: um, of course but under uh, the point I wanted to make was that um, the regular uh, size extension cords um, are not heavy duty enough oh. so I had to actually go and buy a heavy duty extension cord uh, because of the the current that was flowing across the cable um, yeah is not supported on the the bog standard ones you buy, it, pick and pay. You have to get a special thicker um, extension cord if you wanted to, if if you want to plug it in. Yeah. It was a specific issue that I had because um, uh, I think the i3 was a little bit too tall to fit in my garage, so I had to oh. run the cable. Um, but that's just mm-hmm. a, as an aside. Um, so these charging points around the country—is it free yeah. to recharge at them, or do you pay?
1: Um, you. It's free to use as a service, but you pay for your own electricity. So when you buy a Jaguar car, you are given a little card. It looks like a bank card. And you, you require this to start and end your charging session. Right. So it's all charged to there. You can top it up and you can link your card. And, but Jaguar will pay 25% of all its customers' uh, costs. So whatever the cost is, 25% automatically will be deducted. So if you're going there with your Nissan, you're obviously paying full price. Right. Yeah.
0: And how much does it cost? Do you have an indication of how much it would cost to recharge the Uh, battery from flat to full? I
1: don't have it offhand. Sorry.
0: No, that's all right. Yeah. Um, I
1: think it might be in my write up.
0: It's, it's, uh, um, it's certainly going to be cheaper than. It's certainly going to be cheaper than than petrol.
1: No, for sure. Mm. You don't have to worry about those petrol costs anymore. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, which are just going to keep going up and up. and Yeah, up. and
1: also people love bringing out. Oh, what about load shedding? But in the night, overnight, you're not going to be load shed. So that's true. Yeah,
0: that's true. Although if you get to the Harry Smith, all uh, oh, right, charging port <laughs> and discover there's load shedding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's very challenging, isn't it? Um, yeah. It's, it's I think country. this is going to work more in Europe uh, to start with and get here maybe. Well, they
1: like and, incentivize to buy electric cars. You they know? are. We're nowhere near that level.
0: We're not, no. In
1: fact, it's a big issue here.
0: Mm. In fact, we're probably going to get penalized for buying electric cars. Yeah, we are.
1: It's 25% import duties.
0: And, and and we're probably going to levy more on us bec- on electric car owners because they're not contributing to the fuel levy.
1: Yeah um from my understanding it's regarded as a luxury item like a golf cart these electric cars that's why it's so high <laughs> golf cart. yeah they, ha- they need to change the law the yeah. laws and stuff yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah um, it really uh, the more we talk about this the more it seems that um that's Africa is really not ready for this yet. yeah they're cool to own though if you can afford one and uh you don't mind uh the limitations then uh it's, it's worth it but. yeah
1: but also oh we haven't touched on the range <laughs> um it's 470 kilometers. Oh, that's very good. So um, you're not really going to have to worry about running out of power in a day. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're commuting around Kharteng.
0: You could probably um, go without charges for a whole week if you're just going yeah. to office and back.
1: Yeah, depends mm-hmm. where you're going. That's yeah. actually a good point.
0: Yeah. And that's pretty good, 470. It almost gets you to Durban, but not quite. Yeah, mm.
1: and you want to use your air conditioner, which from my drive in Johannesburg, uh, I realized how much that actually uses. So I got into a fully charged car, and we had the aircon on full blast, mm-hmm. and. It showed the range of like 256 kilometers. And I was like, whoa, okay, this doesn't look right. So I immediately turned the aircon from my previous experience because I know how inefficient I drive. Uh, we switched it off and it shot up to like 430, 426. Oh, wow. So it just shows you, like, obviously you don't have the aircon on full blast. But if you live in Johannesburg, you're commuting around cutting, you can afford to have your aircon on full blast. <laughs> you won't run out of any yeah. charge in the day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Um, interesting stuff. So I guess my final question, uh, Nafisa, is if you had the money, um, would you buy this or would you consider something else in the price range?
1: Oh, uh, I'd love to buy it. I'm very keen on electric cars. I feel like my next car could be an electric vehicle, and I'll wait however long it takes.
0: Are you waiting for the electric Mini, aren't I you? I am,
1: <laughs> uh, because I like small cars. But yeah, I mean, I'm very much into this whole electric cars. I've been following it for a while. I like to see how this is going, and I'd eventually like to drive one. And if I did have the money, yep. um, I'd, I'd want to get one. <laughs> it's so comfortable. I love it. And overtaking people, wow. It's like, It was one of my favorite things yeah. <laughs> on the launch drive.
0: I think I'd probably lean to a Tesla Model S if I was going to get one. Oh. out car. But those are not available here. Yeah, they're not
1: available here mm. yet, so. Mm.
0: So, Nafisa, always good to have you in the studio. If you've missed any of our previous Cars and Gadgets podcasts, you can find them in your favorite podcast app as well as in iTunes. Simply search for Tech Central, one word, and you'll find all of our podcasts, including the Tech Central podcast, Talk Central, Cars and Gadgets, and more. Until next time, from Nafisa Akabo and myself, Duncan McLeod, cheers.
1: Bye.